Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Oh, hey, bro, you got oh, it. That was per- the timing was perfect, though, was it you, not? You're uh, hitting the right yeah. spot, baby. Yo, right, right, right there. Lower. <laughs> lower. You know, I mean, he's just a, such a skis. So uh, what we're talking about is the pictures of him getting a massage from one of <laughs> One of Epstein's masseuses, 22 years old. He was 56 at the time, and uh, he had already been president. He was flying. He's flying to Africa on a Lolita yeah. Express, you see. And they had to stop and get safari. a little gasoline yeah. for the airplane, so they stopped in Portugal. And while they was in Portugal, it just so happened the president got a crick in his neck. Oh, you know, God, I, I would be willing to bet. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I'd be willing to bet there are more pictures and videos. Oh, yeah. And think that, uh, that these are going to trickle out because Ghislaine Maxwell is going to, she's going to do everything she can't stay alive. Right? Yeah. And, <laughs> right? She don't oh, want to yeah. commit suicide. So, no. uh, here's another picture and here's another video. <laughs> she's going to leak know that where stuff you out were. slowly. She's not going <laughs> to release it all at one time. You know what I mean? No. And, and it's going to be like a soap opera because it's going to get progressively worse. You know, so this is the back oh, sure. rub, you know, at the airport. What's the next one uh-huh. going to be? Right. He, you know, the fact that he has been revered as as he has <clears throat> as a feminist icon uh. for the length of his political career is astounding to me. I've never <laughs> understood it. He is so slimy. He well, is such a greasy you know what was- lizard. You know what was the idiocy was having him say that line last night about Trump turning the Oval Office into chaos. You know, it's a it's a room of chaos. He turned it into a pay by our cheap motel room when he was there. <laughs> right. He brought magic fingers into the Lincoln bedroom. You know, a little put fifty cents in right there. You know, I mean, he's yeah, yeah. I mean, this this guy arguably did more to degrade the office of the president. You you couldn't have you who's the guy you couldn't have elected Larry Flint as president of the United States and he would have done more less to you know just lizard up the Oval Office than Bill Clinton. What now, a scumbag! Ugh, well, we won't go eesh. too far down this road, but I I remember this happening because I was on the air here at the time, and the first picture we saw of him in there was him in these like these terrible tight running shorts and just an awful look. <laughs> Right, laying back against the resolute desk. Now, this is the oh. desk where great presidents throughout our history. And, right. it, and if you think about it, Ronald Reagan, you could not enter the Oval Office without a coat on. Right. Uh, George H. W. Bush, for all of his socialist and and one world government ways, he was the same way. Up until Bill Clinton, you right. had to have a coat, and you still now you do. Trump has restored that. You have to do that now. But after Bill Clinton did his thing with the shorts in there and laid uh. back, and they took a picture and put that out, we talked about that for. A long time on the air then you got barack obama with his foot he's on the phone his foot's up on the resolute desk because he's standing there he hiked his feet up on the resolute desk these these guys they they don't care about tradition or values of this country one little bit and it's coming through this week well it is you know and and one thing you'll you'll hear from a lot of folks about the clinton years is just how disrespectful they were 
not only right. of the office of the White House, but of the military and of all the institutions. Uh, and, and frankly, I th- I've always felt Barack Obama's a thousand times worse because he's a true believer. He's a true radical, whereas the Clintons were just power hungry. Do you know what I mean? I, I never got the 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 uh, overall ideology of a guy like Bill Clinton. I, his ideology was, I want to have a good time, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> and that's party. about it. I'm but Barack Obama has a real contempt for those institutions because he wants right to destroy them. And that's what he, they're about mm-hmm. the business of doing right now. Million percent right. And yeah. uh, massive fire at the largest trash bag manufacturer in the United States in Grand Prairie. So here's a PSA for you, public service announcement. Go buy some trash bags. Because <laughs> with this being the largest trash bag manufacturer on the planet, uh, yeah, you're going to find probably a shortage and the price is going up. That's a little, just nice little word we're putting out there for you. Go buy some I- I'm going to be okay because my wife has prepared us. We, we receive boxes from Sam's Club and Amazon every day. We have enough supplies in general to Good. to withstand a zombie apocalypse so we're we're Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. You don't have to worry we about receive it. receive supplies every day that she's ordered and forgotten about so it's all good. Good. So while the Democrats were talking about how this whole country is racist, which is exactly yeah. what they said last night, the whole country is a bunch of racists, you're all racists out there. Uh President Trump was in another airplane hangar. We'll tell you about that when we come back. Where and Rama continuing on the other side. Well, I spoke with Matt Spawn yesterday at the Spawn Law Firm. We were talking about Joe Biden's plans for tax increases for the death tax. It's disastrous. It's absolutely a million percent disastrous what Joe Biden has planned if he wins the White House. Look, you're a state planning. You can't just leave up to somebody who doesn't know what they're doing. You can't just try to do it yourself. This is way too important. You have to get this right for the benefit of your heirs, your children, your grandchildren, whoever that you are leaving whatever you have to. You have to put it in great hands so that it transitions the right way. And that's what Matt Spawn has been doing now for almost 30 years. I trusted him with mine, and he was magnificent. He has become such a great help to us over the years, and so many of my family members and friends have gone to Matt Spawn, too. Uh, When it comes to estate planning, there's nobody else I'd trust on the planet than Matt Spawn. So I want you to give him a call at 210-880-4012. That's Matt Spawn, S-P-A-H-N, Spawn Law Firm. And please do that today. It's so important because the only thing that's certain about life is that life is uncertain. Well, it's Wednesday, August 19th, and the heat continues in San Antonio and South Texas. 101 today, 101 tomorrow, 100 the next. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News 550 KTSA and FM 1071. We will save the post office and once and for all defeat COVID-19, this evil disease. Good Lord, save us from Chuck Schumer. <laughs> Man. <laughs> He's a disease. Oh, my God. Yeah, big time. <clears throat> so um, while we're uh, watching, uh, you know what? I'm, I'm going to give him some style points for last night. The, the DNC did number two last night, but I'm going to give him style points, all right? This is, this is some good style points. When they did the nominations, because they just yeah. gave each of the states and the provinces, which adds up to 57, Gives them uh, just a couple of seconds, and they had the ones from Rhode Island with the calamari. It was funny because you and I were talking about calamari. <laughs> right, right, right. And the guys are standing on the beach in Rhode Island, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, comes a plate of cooked calamari. So it's good. It's cool. It was, it was that cool. was that was well I, done. Yeah, that was cool. I like the way they did it. I yeah, I like that. Admittedly. You know, the thing is, 
the old traditional uh, go to a big hall and wear the stupid hats and get drunk, I think they'll bring some of that back, but a lot of this is going to be scaled down and more like what we're seeing now, I think, because we live in that eight-second world I've been talking about, right? So who wants to – there are no political wonks in, in the boomer or the, or the, the millennial generation, right. the Generation Zs. There's no millennial – the Zoomer generation is the next one. There's no um, – there's no wonks. So people who are going to watch that stuff all night, every night, like your dad did and right. my dad did, no. they're like not you around anymore. <laughs> right. You, well, it's not. But, You're right. I mean, would you, would you if you didn't get paid for it? You know, you get paid for um, it. You get paid to watch it. Good point. <laughs> you know, especially <laughs> the Democrats. Fair point. Yeah. You know, I, you're right. It's going to be, and I, I think that's kind of a loss because there was something purely American about the old school political convention, which is really just a big, it's supposed to be a big party. It's not really Drunk supposed fest. to be, you're celebrating your nomination. You're celebrating, you know, going into the, into the battle there, uh, in a sense, uh, and, and, and trying to whip up the, the base. And, and it's not that anymore. And it's not going to be that anymore. Probably. I mean, this is going to be, it's going to be what we see now. Now you're right. As far as how people digest content these days, it happens at hyper speed, you know, you got to get Big them in time. eight seconds. Yep. You know, so they got these. So what do we have last night? All the speakers are largely kept to a short amount of time. I mean, Bill Clinton himself can go on for like three and a half hours. You know, sure. I mean, if you let him, and very short speeches for the most part, easily digestible for a short attention span. The videos are relatively short; they go from one to the next. So, these are the, the times in which we live. You know, I mean. <clears throat> It's not something that I find all that, you know, uh, uh, engaging or entertaining, but the, the, the younger folks do. That's just how their little minds work. Well, <laughs> and I do too. You know, I do too because I, I want things to move fast. I'm, I'm one right. of those guys that pop, 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 go, 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 move fast, move fast, move fast. And I like that. I like that fast right. move. You know, if I'm going to watch a, you know, I do a lot of YouTube during the day and stuff right. when I'm researching stories. If you don't get me in the first few seconds, I'm gone, baby. I'm on to the next one and the next one. And, and in the minute you drag on, I'm out. I'm gone. And, and so with that, and I'm not talking about the entire show because there's other parts of it that are dragging on and other parts of it are terrible. The content itself is horrible. They, they, oh, yeah. they hate America, right? And they have no policy. Oh, and lies, speaking of content. How about these old worn-out retreads that did a horrible job when they were in power? And they're bringing John Kerry and Colin Powell. With all due respect to him, he lied about weapons in Iraq, and he lied about Donald Trump last night. With all due respect, his service was great. But still, he lied. And Bill Clinton. Uh, all these guys are old retreads that did a horrible job when they were in power. And this is what the Democrat Party has now. Well, I, I th don't you think they kind of did that for the benefit of the moderates? Like, hey, remember the good old days? Remember when we had Bill Clinton as president? Remember these oh, guys? Probably. You know, because yeah, probably. Uh, there's probably a lot of moderates, frankly, who are freaked out by the direction of the party. Uh, the, this is the party of fires in the streets and AOC. You know, this is the party that really, truly is uh, going for a, a, a communist idea of America. A fascist, sure. communist idea, Marxist. And a lot of moderates, I'm sure, are older folks are, are freaked out by that. Especially folks like you and I who grew up in the era of the Cold War and the Soviet Union, threat of the Soviet Union and all that. And so it's, to me it felt like, well, here's, here's a night for the old farts. Here's the good old days. You know, hey, we're still this party. Even though I think by doing that, you're right. They, they, they came off as very out of touch. 
anybody looking at John Kerry and, and Bill Clinton knew how you know John Kerry, especially what a horrible Secretary of State he was. Probably one of the worst this country has ever had. Well, he's he over advising. He's over advising you know. the mullahs in Iraq in Iran, uh, violating the Logan Act every day. Yeah, he, he's terrible. He's, he's a horrible human being, and Bill Clinton is a lizard. You know, it was just it. it for for me, it had sort of an icky feel to it because I had no love for any of those people. You know what I mean? Well, but you could tell that that's kind of what it was, kind of old school night. You know, because now the rest of the the rest of the week they're going to be rocking and rolling with uh, you know, I guess the direction they're they're actually heading in. But, well, I don't know. Tonight's uh, Nancy Pelosi. They oh. boarded up extra bottles of vodka. Uh, they got oh. Hillary Clinton tonight. They've got Elizabeth Warren. And oh. you talk about irony. Oh. Elizabeth Warren appeared last night in front of the Native American caucus. No, no. Just stop, <laughs> she Elizabeth. Just, she gave, she gave a speech jack. to the Native American caucus last night. Uh, Tony Evers. Tony Evers is going to oh. be there. Michelle Lujan Grisham. Gabrielle Giffords is going to be there. Oh, Kamler. Kamler. And then tonight is Barack as well. So, oh, no. They still got Tonight's some old Barack farts going to be happening. Yeah, tonight's Barack Night. Oh, man. So they can still got some old farts that are going to happen tonight. Some of the old guard. But you know what's interesting about this? People have been making, or they've been trying to make a big deal because they ran the Cindy McCain, John McCain thing last right. night. And they've been trying to make a big deal about Republicans supporting him. And, and, and I, I want to just make a point here real quick about this. These people that are supporting him, whether it is Colin Powell, Colin Powell has voted for Democrats for the last 30 years. Yes. Okay, let's be clear about right. this. Absolutely. Everybody knows he supported Barack Obama twice. He supported Hillary Clinton. He's, he's, uh, he is a leftist, okay, and always has been, all right? Uh, the same thing with Meg Whitman, the same thing with Christy Todd Whitman, the same thing with John Kasich. All of these guys that are doing this, or Kasich, uh, all these guys that are doing this that are supporting him, they are the globalists. And yeah. what basically has been going on since the end of World War II is that you've had one tree with two branches. One branch called themselves Republican, the other branch called themselves Democrat, but they were sucking the same sap from the same root, the same tree. <laughs> right. They were. Yeah, and I so, uh, well, here's a prime example. If you compare George W. Bush's policies to Barack Obama's, there's not any difference. They're about the same. Nope. They're about the same policy. Not a lot um, of difference. Nope. They were all the globalists who were trying to bring us down a couple of notches and offshore our jobs, offshore our manufacturing, and do this whole globalist thing because they personally benefit from that. People write them big checks for that. Right. And uh, so that's where they were going. And along comes well, Trump, and he says, no, America first. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm brokering deals that are good for America, not for yeah. you guys, not for the swamp. You know, And right. he starts sweeping that stuff away because he's a basic economics guy. He's a capitalist. So he looks at a deal for how much it benefits him, uh, you know, and, and in this case benefits the people of America. And you're right. It, it, you and I, and Jack's been saying this for years, that there's really not a whole lot of difference corporately between the Republicans and the Democrats. <sighs> Same tree. As far as how they operate and what they're really going for. That's why they hate Don they all hate Donald Trump so much is because uh, he, he's uh, he's uh, kicking the apple cart over. He's he's screwing up the old deals, you know, if you were talking in, in, in mafia talk, in mafia speak, you know, he's, he's rolling in and screwing up all our old alliances and all our old deals and all our uh, all our routines here. And, and uh, he did that because, he again, he, he's not beholden to anybody. Nobody owns him. And that's another reason they hate his stinking guts. They hate his stinking guts because not only is he able to make these kinds of decisions, but he does. And they have great outcomes, you know? This economy was rocking and rolling before this pandemic. Everybody knows it. He Trump did a handful of things, 
and you know this that any of the other presidents could have done at any time to get the Amer- to get the economy going. It was just a few things he did. You know, yeah, no doubt. I mean, things that's like it. he he it was Taxes, deregulation. It, yeah, that's it. It was that. Any one of them could have done that and freed and up the economy. And look why what's didn't going on the economy. It? Look what's going on in the economy right now is that it's bouncing back like you wouldn't believe. Yeah. Yesterday, the stock market closed at a record high. You had housing starts at a record high yesterday, and meanwhile, so so to keep that from happening, you got the Democrat cities, including San Antonio. We're going to talk about this too, clamping down more and trying to close down more. Hawaii yeah. just announced that they're going into a total lockdown. Can't leave your home in Hawaii, God. and there's no Destroy reason for it. Destroy the economy of Hawaii. There's oh no reason God. for it. No right, none. No. None, none whatsoever. All right. Back in just a minute after the bottom of the hour news. More Warren Ryman coming up. Response from school concerning teachers with their kids. That's coming up. BSG 210-877-1222. I love Jim Davis like a brother. And I'm going to tell you right now, you can trust him with your security at your house. You can trust him with your smart home technology, whatever that might mean to you, because different people, different homes means different things when it comes to smart home technology. And they've got it all at B. ESG. A problem that we're having in San Antonio right now are security companies from out of town are coming around, they're knocking on doors. And they're strong-arming people, you know, you need to buy this, you need to buy this. Here's a long-term contract you need to sign for monitoring with our company and blah, blah, blah. And people are getting themselves in a mess by signing on with these companies from out of town that are knocking on doors. Please don't do that. Don't do that. Somebody knocks on your door, tell them to go away. Uh, just call Jim Davis at BSG 210-877-1222. It's a money saver. Smart home technology all the way around is a money saver, number one. And number two, smart home security is a lifesaver. So that's important as well. BSG at BSG. Bringing America back. Get what you need to know at KTSA.com. Leadership to reimagine what our nation will be. That's Joe. Uh, that's uh, that's lady, 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 lady. What's what's her name? Uh, uh, can somebody tell me her uh, name? Uh, lady, lady. lady. She's gonna make a great first. Uh, lady, 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 lady. I'm killing time till somebody whispers in my ear her name. Uh, oh, Jill. Her hey, his name is Jill, sir. Oh, Jill. Yes, Jill. Here she is, Jill Blyden. Have you ever? Jill. Did you know Jill Blyden? Is her name B L I? That's what he said. Jill Blyden. Right. Um, okay, so let's discuss post office for just a minute without getting mm. in the weeds. We got to talk about it for just half a second because somebody is asking a question. Patricia is asking a question here on the KTSA Facebook page about postal machines uh, being removed, right. San Antonio, et cetera, et cetera. What's going on with postal machines being removed in San Antonio? The, the head of the labor union that that backed. Uh, Joe Biden said that on television last night. That oh, they're taking these machines away. We need we need them to stop. They're not doing any such thing. Here's what's going on: the problem that the president has. First of all, the post office. The the, the and this is has nothing to do with the workers. You mail delivers rock. Okay. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Carriers. <laughs> if you're out there in the worst condition, you're great. Yeah. Yeah. And the sorters, y'all are great. It's, yep. it's not that what you do. It has the upper the upper echelon, the bureaucracy. And so uh, they have totally ransacked it by making it into a health uh, provision company and a and a, uh, a company that provides retirement for a lot of people. But it, 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 they're, they're trying to fix it. They're trying to get it back on track, and they're trying to save it. It really is something right. that's going to go away eventually. Email, text, that's how everybody's communicating. It's the Greyhound bus of communication. So it's over. But 
Anyway, uh, the problem that the president has is not with the mail carriers or the system. The system can handle it. It is with the infrastructure and the political uh, parties in the local states and in the local counties and things like that. They're not equipped to handle the influx of millions and millions and millions and millions of these ballots. That's the issue. The issue is not the post office. Post office can deliver the mail. That's that's not the issue. It's going to be late. You're not going to know on November 3rd. But the problem is the infrastructure at these political structures inside the different counties, they're not prepared to do this, to do cheat by mail, vote by mail. And I watched a very interesting video I want to tell you about. It was emailed to me. It's a woman who got the ballots in the mail. They live in a family at the house. And her brother's a registered Democrat. She's a registered Republican. And you're not supposed to be able to know who's what with the ballots. But if you turn the envelope over, it's got his name and his number at a barcode, dash D. And hers is her name, numbers, blah, 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 dash R. She's a registered Republican. Uh, Right. So it would be so easy to look at the envelope and go, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. It, it, so. it, this argument for a, a mail-in vote is is ridiculous. It, it, it's a it's it, it it's as it's as ridiculous and nonsensical as arguing that you know having a photo ID to vote is somehow racially oppressive. Okay, we know that every election cycle, however many mail-in ballots you have, this would be a total mail-in ballot. But in a normal election cycle, where you have ballots that are mailed in for whatever reasons, they lose. However, many of these every election cycle, we know that as a matter of fact, and, and and watching the Democrats continue to argue for this, where everybody, even Fauci, is saying, "No, you can vote, you can physically go and vote. You're not going to be at risk by voting. Just wear your mask and socially distance. You'll be fine." They're obviously angling for because they want to cheat, and, and the, everybody knows it. You know, I mean, that's what's so bizarre about. It. Except for the morons that support the Democratic Party, and they just you know swallow hook, line, and sink or whatever they tell them to say. No, no, Trump's trying to you know destroy the post office to, to ruin the vote. It's like, oh, shut up! Right. The post office isn't physically able to do this right now. And again, it's not the carriers. Uh, you're right, and, and plus the potentiality for for cheating with these local, uh, you know, local governments is uh, is off the charts, man. It's it's, yeah. it's a, again a Can't ridiculous it. argument. It's a ridiculous yeah. argument. Well, it's like this, and it's a hypocrisy, right? You can't right. go vote, but you can go and riot in the streets. <laughs> is is their opinion? It, it, it's like with, with Nirenberg, right? He said two days ago he's going to shut these bars down. He's going to send these squads out. Right. And these squads are going to shut these bars down squads, because they're, right. they're killing people by getting all these people together in these bars. And I'm going to shut them down. And then the very next day, they're out promoting this Nueva Ciclovia, which is where you shut the streets down and have people go out in the street and do yoga in the street. So that's okay. That's okay. But you can't go to the bar. Uh, this, that's the hypocrisy. So if you can do that, if you can seclovia in the street and do yoga in the street right. and play battle ball in the street, you can sure as heck go stand in line to vote.
they, they, they want to cheat. They want to cheat. Of That's course. what this is all so about. They win. That's what. That's the so, only reason they're arguing for this. Trump is right. Only way they can win. The only way they can win this is by rigging it, and he's absolutely right. right. And that's exactly what they're trying to do. It does. You know, so, ridiculous people. If you're if you're a Republican, you know, if you if you're going to vote for Trump, maybe you're not a Republican. I'm not a Republican, but that's who I'm going to vote for. Right. If you're if if you're uh you know uh, somebody who's going to vote for Trump. Don't depend on anybody else. No. Nobody. Nobody. Nope. And can to I get add your one, ballot there. I agree. Can I add one more thing? Okay, just very quickly. I sure. don't ever want to see Ron Nuremberg in yoga pants out in the middle of the street doing like <laughs> positions. I don't ever want that in my mind. Okay. I don't ever want to All see right. it. All right. And I'm sure he does. I'm sure he's a yoga-loving weirdo. <laughs> well, no, he's a, he's, a, he's a, you know what? Down deep in his heart, he's a decent guy. You know, oh, yeah. we, we don't hard. hate Ron, but Lundberg, politically, no. he's just lost he's politically. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of somebody who is lost politically, the most dangerous man on the planet has just spoken out, and we'll talk about that coming up next with more. Where and Rima right after this here on KTSA San Antonio RVs, San Antonio RVs dot com at San Antonio RVs. You're going to get the best deal. You are going to get um, the, the most awesome service from San Antonio RVs, and you're going to get the most beautiful RV. So why don't you take to the high road and get out there and enjoy America? Instead of flying over America, why don't you drive through it? Make a big difference. I mean, try Grand Teton. Wow. Try Yellowstone. Oh, my goodness gracious. Try some of the northern parts of, of California. Oh, the mountains up there? Absolutely. Or how about you go go near Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Take a trip up there. Go through Nashville. Go see where the Glasgow family had their distillery. Go on over there and visit Dave Ramsey and head on up to Gatlinburg and the mountains up there, Smoky Mountains. Oh, my gosh. San Antonio RVs can make it all happen for you with your new RV. Log on right now. San Antonio RV. iTunes or Spotify. The values I learned growing up in the South Bronx and serving in uniform were the same values that Joe Biden's parents instilled in him in Scranton, Pennsylvania. I support Joe Biden for the presidency of the United States because those values still define him, and we need to restore those values to the White House. And he's one of me. He, he's a globalist like I am. That's Colin Powell. And with all due respect to his military service. All right. All right. Uh, he is. He was terrible as Secretary of State, mm-hmm. and uh, he has been supporting Democrats and the left, and big government and one world government and globalism for a long time. I, you know, I, I think the most one of the guys that scares me so much is Bill Gates. Okay, um, I don't. I don't like him doing the whole vaccine thing, and now he's talking about. You're going to have to have five vaccines a year for COVID, and we ought to be doing mandatory vaccines. By the way, I'm going to make a zill, bazillion dollars off of this. Mm. Well, he announced just now, he said, the U.S. fumbled coronavirus response because we believe in freedom here. We totally screwed this up because we, have, we haven't had this freedom thing. <laughs> he said that. We op- yeah, we optimize for individual rights. Oh, there's nobody, there's nobody scarier than Bill Gates. I, I, I firmly believe that. Um, he said that we believe in freedom, uh, we believe in freedom, individual freedom, and we optimize for individual rights, and that's why we fumbled this whole thing. And he said, I don't think a change in administration is going to get people to wear masks. It's hard to see how we build that trust network and improve behavior. Improve behavior. Improve behavior. It'll, it'll, mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll yeah. mostly be incremental. 
See, and that's that's Bill Gates right there, man. In a, in a nutshell. Mm. Yes, incremental. Well, okay. Here's an example. Australia. The Prime Minister Scott Morrison said yesterday that any coronavirus vaccine must be compulsory in Australia. Wow. He said getting the jab should be as mandatory as you can make it. We're talking about a pandemic that has destroyed the global economy and taken the lives of hundreds of thousands around the world. It should be compulsory. Um, So in Melbourne, Australia, what they're doing right now is they're flying high-powered drones using uh, these cameras to find people who are not wearing their masks. Oh, my God. And check it out. No, man, listen. And cars that go too far from home. So these drones are used to ensure that skate parks and playgrounds are empty. The surveillance drones produce images so clear they can read a vehicle's number plate 500 meters away. There have been several instances of police physically tackling people going down the streets for not adhering to mask-wearing rules. Police have been given the power to enter people's homes without a warrant and perform quarantine spot checks. Drivers are also being asked to show their papers at highway checkpoints simply to get to work. I saw a video yesterday with one of these cops saying they had to break the windows open on some cars to pull people out of the cars because they weren't wearing masks. Anyone caught outside without a mask or violating the 8 p.m. to 5 a.m. curfew is uh, paying a massive fine, and police are fining parents if children are more than five kilometers away from their home. Uh... This is the kind of thing that Bill Gates wants to have happen in the United States as well. It's frightening. It is scary what they're Bill talking Gates about. Bill Gates and the Democratic Party or the, the new Democratic Party. I in think other words, you're right. You, you vote for Joe Biden, you'd be voting for this. Biden's himself already I, said he wants a man, mandatory mask law on correct. the books. He'll sign tomorrow. Uh, this is the country we'd be, well, this is where we'll be living. Yep. If this vote goes the wrong way in November, make no bones about it. This is what they want. It's a, you're right. They're all globalists, and so they're using a global pandemic to achieve something. And, and you know, as far as Bill Gates, I still maintain, had we embraced more freedom in this country, yeah, the, the restricting immigration or folks coming in from China and then from Europe, smart move. I believe that saved a lot of people's lives. But I also believe that had we just gone about our business, and if you want to wear a mask, you wear one. If you you know you you do what you want to do, how you're, this is what we recommend. But you do what you want to do, go to work. I think we'd already be by this. I think freedom you know, would have gotten us past this. I, I think the people who are doing the the clamp down here are the people that want to clamp us down in general. And want do you know to who proved that? Who's Christy Nome. Oh yeah, she proved that That's in right. South Dakota. That's right. um, absolutely right. And, and their economy never took that di- that dip, that whole nope. V-shaped curve. Her economy didn't do that. And she never had to spike either. In nope. South Dakota, she said, we're not shutting things down. Look, if you're high risk, if you're old, you know, wear a mask, uh, stay home, yeah. you know, socially distanced. Everybody else, do your life. And it worked. It, it worked a million percent in South Dakota. That's what we need more of, and we need less Bill Gates. But I'm telling you, this, th- this quote from him, Sean, that is super frightening stuff because yep. he's on the forefront of this whole, you know, get the vaccine. And by the way, he's invested. He's out of the computer business now and the software business, and he's into vaccines and health. That's what he's doing. Oh, and he stands to make gazillions. Look, this oh. is this is a moneymaker for big pharma. 
That's what this right. is. Absolutely it is. They are opportunists. The opportunists, especially if it's a mandated vaccine, that's a, it's a guaranteed profit. Five of them. <laughs> you know, five shots five. a year. No, no. Uh, it, it is scary. You're right. It is, it is creepy what's going on right now in regards to this. Pandemic. It's terrible. They are going for it. They are, whether it's the pandemic or it's the, the anarchy in the streets, this is their moment. They're going for it. And again, that's why this election is so very stinking important. Because you, you know, know what? They, they know also that if they don't take it this time around, it's going to be a while before they have that opportunity again. Because well, four more years or, of Donald Trump is is going to solidify the whole idea of what an American president should be. I believe. I, I don't know. I don't know. See, it's it, again. He said it's it's incrementalism. They have been chipping away at this for years, and I think they see this is just another block in the wall. It's a big block, but it's just another block in the wall. And and I I I, I almost dislike talking about this stuff because you start getting over to conspiracy radio. But he said it. <laughs> he said, <laughs> he said it outright. It. Yeah. Freedom this is not is conspiracy what made radio. It so sick, all this freedom stuff. U.S. Uh, fumbled coronavirus response because we believe in freedom. Wow. wow. Guys, and I'm going, okay, whatever this strategy is the Democrats are employing, I can't imagine that this is going to be successful. They have to cheat to make it work, to make they're, it successful. They're going to cheat to, to, they're gonna have to cheat to win it, because this is a loser. And, you know, it almost has the feel, you know, I don't, uh, folks out there, you know, you ever been in a relationship with somebody which I have, where they're constantly putting you down, and you suck, and you never do anything right, and it's That's a very awful. depressing way to live. It just really it becomes a burden. And then when you meet somebody who's like, oh, I love you, and you're great, and you're such a cool person, and let's go do this, and let's go do that, it's so refreshing. Yeah. That's really what happened with Donald Trump, is sure that we, for eight years we'd heard how awful we are, we can't do anything mm-hmm. right, we're such a disappointment. And then you go to a guy like Trump. Of course, somebody like with Trump's message was going to do well, and it's going to and do you know well again. They're, they're playing. They're playing from the same handbook they did in 2016. That's their own insecurities, is what they're yeah. what they're talking about. That they are expressing themselves as, as we were preached at a couple of nights ago by by uh, Michelle as she sat in her multi million dollar mansion <laughs> in Martha's Vineyard. Right. We were preached at about how a presidency just reveals your character. It doesn't make your character. It reveals your character. Well, what they're doing every night reveals who they are. Yeah. You know, you're right, man. I, I was thinking about that. These, um, You and I both have been in this business long enough that we have worked for guys like that, that you, oh, like yeah. you just described. You suck. You're horrible. <laughs> you can't do anything right. Boy, the last show, you know, that should be your last show because you're just terrible. You're awful. Yeah. You and I both have worked for guys like that, right? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, you just feel beat up all the time. But, you know, my time playing football, the best coaches were the ones who lifted you up, who coached oh, you, yeah. who, who who made you feel good about your performance. And, and hey, by the way, you might want to work on this a little bit because that might need some work. But, man, you are so killing it over here. That's 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 what That's what Donald Trump does. That's who he is. Well, that's what an effective leader does, in a sense. Right. You know, is, is you got to be, you, you, whatever you're leading, the group, you say it all the time, you can't lead what you don't love. I Donald know. Trump is is the this country's greatest cheerleader. He is this country's great, and the American people's greatest cheerleader. 
And you're right. You know, the the a good leader or a good coach will will build you up and 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 give you that confidence. And then criticism is 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 couched in the idea that this is how you get better. This will be so much better if you just do this and try this. You know what I mean? Instead of taking your head off. Instead of well, you yeah. are just awful, and you're never going to get this right, and blah blah blah. It, you know. So it, it, it the, the the DNC is kind of a weird visit to the old days when, and it'll certainly be true tonight with Obama, where that's the message we heard constantly, is how awful yeah. we are. And you're well, just like, you know, I just want to get out of here and go hang out with uh, with my new president, because he makes me feel good. Yeah. <laughs> we, 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 in this business, we have coaches that are called consultants, and you and I both yeah. have worked oh, for yeah. these consultants, that listen to your tape, listen to your show, and they beat you up. They just beat you up, man, because okay? it makes them Some feel do. better. Yeah. If they can oh, yeah, beat yeah. you up, they, they feel better. You know, and, and really, anybody who's beating you up, either verbally or physically, it makes them feel better to beat you up. Right. And that's, that, that's why it's they the do it. It's the bully factor, and, right. It's the bully. It's that's exactly what it is. And you and I both have worked with guys that are these consultant coaches who do that. We work with a guy now who is just like the best because he goes, oh, yeah. "Okay, so listen, you guys just rocked that eight o'clock hour. Y'all were doing this, that, and that. that was awesome. That was great. That was fantastic, man. Oh wow. Hey, by, by the way, I heard you do this at seven forty. You may want to alter that one. You know, you just may want to change that one a little bit. Try yeah, this out. try this. Try one. this out. And yeah. that's what that's what Trump is doing. And and that's yeah. why that's why he's had such a great response with the economy. And everything else. Uh, I'll, I'll mention another one because we had Chip Roy on yesterday, congressman right. from here, and he had a Blue Lives Matter rally last night at La Hacienda supporting right. the police. Mm-hmm. So when I got up at midnight, I had all kinds of pictures from people who were there on my phone. Black Lives Matter showed up, and uh, they were standing outside the gates making all kinds of noise because they don't. Their signs were, you know, we hate the police, get rid of the police, uh, defund the police. These are all the pictures that I have. Problem was. They were holding their signs upside down. So uh, while they were screaming, <laughs> it's an issue. Uh, you need to flip that oh, over. Yeah. yeah, people aren't really going to get the message if they can't read the sign. <laughs> Dude, your signs upside kind down. Kind of invalidates you too that you don't know the signs upside down. <laughs> Why should I listen to you about anything, Mister BLM, when your signs upside down? Wow. Well, I'm sorry. It's a moron movement. It's a moronic movement. The foot soldiers of this movement are, in large measure, morons. They just are. The guy who kicked that dude in the head the other night is a moron. They're just savage morons. They're violent morons. Uh, until somebody starts giving them pushback, then they seem to like end up crying and stuff. But you know, that, that, that's that's the that's 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 the those are the foot soldiers of this great revolution that the AOCs uh, and uh, the Bernie Sanders and all those and the Obamas, for that matter, want to have happen here. And I think, and that's where the, the 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 convention coverage and the the content is. You're right; it's so depressing to sit and listen to these people just prattle on about how awful things are. You know, I, I likened it to a, a an ex who an ex boyfriend or girlfriend who is always putting you down. This week is kind of like you've already you're already in this great new relationship with this new person, but you're stuck on the phone with your ex for five days, and you have to listen to them just kind of retread the same crap that they used to say when you were all together and you couldn't stand them. And you just want to get away. And from And you had some terrible That's relationships. What this thing you? is like. I've had some. I, I have. <laughs> And sometimes, most times, I was the cause of it. But I'm just, you know, I've got a relationship well, for got, every situation. So every situation got, life you comes really up, do, man. I've got an ex that you, reminds you some, me of that. 
You have some horror stories. I got lucky early on. I found you the did. right one, first rattle out of the box and stuck you with did. her. And, and that's what we did. we're gonna die together as a family, you know. Anyway, yeah. uh, back in just a minute, we want to. I want to tell you what the response was from a parent who checked in on the teachers with their children going to school. I want to tell you about that coming up. All right, got some great news about Amogee Bank. Um, they have just opened a brand new branch out at Brooks City Base to help serve the people in the Brooks City Base area. So, haha, those of you that are in the Brooks City Base area, now you have your own Amogee branch to do all of your banking services right there. So, while the pandemic is going on, and while everybody's worried about COVID-19, Amogee just continues to rock it. And now they've opened up a brand-new branch at Brooks City Base. So for those of you on the south-southeast side, you got a place now where you can go and get your banking services done, pot at excellence, and that is Amogee Bank. They do everything with excellence. That's it. The bottom line is excellence and you making sure you get the greatest customer service. I've told you before, everybody who works at Amogee, they wake up every day with this in mind. How can I make your life better? What can I do to make your life better? That's how they live at Amogee Bank, and they will. And now with this new branch over there at Brook City Base, everything is good at Amogee Bank. Check them out today, Amogee N.A., member FDIC, equal housing lender. Well, it's Wednesday, August 19th, and it's a hot week for sure. 101 today, 101 tomorrow, and 100. Napa know-how. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Joe has the experience, character, and decency to bring us together and restore America's greatness. There's another one of those uh, young spry guys, Jimmy Carter. Oh, Lord. Who they roll, roll, yeah, rolled in last one, night. This is one hip convention, man, let me tell you. <laughs> this, is some hip, this is some hip stuff. Yeah, Carter. baby. Uh, yeah, the Zoom generation is going who? He's what? Who, who is that? Who is this old? Who are all these old guys? Yeah, right. <laughs> Last night was old guy night, man. Yeah, it really was, yeah. Oh, wow. So I mentioned yesterday that I had received some info that teachers who were going to teach virtually at school via computer to their students that they were taking their own children to school with them. That's that's what I'd heard. Right. Right? So I said, is this true? You guys tell me if you're finding this out, whatever. So Valerie wrote, I received several emails, but I'll just tell you this one. Valerie writes to me, this morning I heard you mention that callers were questioning why teachers were allowed to bring their own kids to the schools while they are teaching online. So I asked my daughter's school what their policy was, and I was told to blank off. Wow. By the school. Wow. Uh, so you can say kiss off or whatever. Right. But, uh, they wouldn't yeah. answer the question. They wouldn't. Uh-uh. No, so apparently it's okay. Apparently teachers, <laughs> apparently, apparently this is true, that teachers are allowed to bring their kids to the classroom and they, their kid, their own children can be in the classroom, but everybody else has to buy uh, daycare. And that's no cheap apparently. thing, man. That is no, that is no little expense is. when you're not used to play, paying for it before. No, and yet they can bring their own kids. Just have them, like you know, have a little play dates there in the classroom. I don't yeah, know if all schools it, it, are doing it, but you know. Well, and, and the thing is, if they weren't actually doing that, they just would have said, "Why, no, that's not our policy." The fact that they didn't say right. that and they told this woman, correct? To, you know, then they're it's basically off. admitting to it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that doesn't seem to be too cool. I could it's see not right. The parents would be upset. You know. But do you think it's going to change? I mean, if that is going on, to what extent is that going to change? Probably not at all. Yeah. 
not at all. Yeah. Uh, Iowa State University professor Chloe Clark is telling students if you criticize abortion or Black Lives Matter, you get a zero, I kick you out of class. You're not allowed to take my course. If you criticize abortion or Black Lives Matter, you're out. How about higher education being a place for the free exchange of ideas anyway, Sean? Huh? Well, it used to be. <laughs> it's, it's, it hasn't been that for some time. You know, I mean, I just went to a community college for a few years, and that's what it, it, we were that. You know, you had people from various backgrounds, and you'd sit and you'd talk from different perspectives. You'd talk about politics and current events and what's going on when you're hanging out. That's where people used to go to to uh, uh, hear uh, opinions that were not their own or not opinions they had grown up with. And it's become the exact opposite. Now it's it's you you either believe exactly what we tell you to believe or you're going to be punished one way or the other. It's indoctrination. It's exactly what it is. Here's another one. Uh, for all you Aggies, Texas A&M anthropology professor, triggered by former First Lady Michelle Obama stating she suffered from low-grade depression, reacted with a vicious attack on President Trump. It's his fault. So he's mad, this Texas A&M professor, is mad that Trump is making uh, Michelle depressed. She, uh, this a Texas A&M professor says that Donald Trump is a fat Klansman. This is uh, Professor Philippe Castro. He's fantasizing about Trump having a heart attack and crushing his daughter Ivanka as he fell on her right. while she drowned on in her father's uh, vomit of Pepsi and half-chewed chicken nuggets. This is in the class at, uh, at Texas A&M. Can you imagine after eight years of impeccable governance leaving the White House to a fat Klansman with a wife bought from a catalog, surrounded by a collection of savages and misfits, all physically deformed and resentful of their deformities? I can't believe this is a at A&M. A&M? Come on! Wow. <laughs> well, you said it a little while ago, though, but I mean, it's, it, it, it's very disturbing. They're very insecure and, and weird people, you know, because they, they this, the vitriol... And you said a little while ago in that, you know, the insecurity is, is on display because when you are that, you try to be that insulting and that dripping with hatred for somebody else, it's because you don't want people really paying a lot of attention to you. Uh, you know, if, if their ideas for this country were so stinking great, why would they, why would they be like this? Why would they be so, so, so hateful towards this man? And so deeply hypocritical in saying that you have to be tolerant and loving and all this unless you disagree with me. You know, they're horrible people. The way they talk mm. about people they disagree with, they're horrible. It's, it's not merely that you disagree. I hate you, and I hope you die. That's essentially right. who they are. And these are grown well, adults, and, man. And I wonder if this is going to cost Texas A&M any support. It should if they don't fire yeah, this I would guy. Hope, you know. Because he said, uh, he said this. We have a more honest president. Every day he paints the walls of the Oval Office with his own S-word. And the Republicans, including Lion Ted and uh, Corny Cornyn, clean the walls and the carpet, wipe the drool off his mouth, and pretend that he is normal. This is at Texas A&M. He's oh teaching this. Oh, my us. God. If he doesn't manage to start a nuclear war in the next three months, he will leave behind a situation that might lead to one even before the oil companies manage to destroy the planet. 
So anyway, wow. there's more to this, but I won't bore you any further with this idiot, you know, well, you diatribe. Know, again, they're they're like little kids, man. I mean, that's, that's, does that sound like an adult saying that stuff to you? No, not at it all. It sounds like a like a like a pre-adolescent having, you know, an emotional meltdown of some kind. And it's it's not just the professors; it's the whole damn party right now. You know, the ideologues of this party—that's who they are. They're that hate-filled. And uh, yeah, the fact that this is going on at, at, at on, a, on an American campus, you know, I, I, A&M. I, at A and M, of all places. <laughs> hey right. man, I could see that at UT. Okay, right. well yeah, I could I get you. that at right. UT. But A and M having that kind of talk from a professor at A, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> Right, <laughs> UT. You know that's the whole hippie and the, you know whatever. Well, yeah, yeah, great. Yeah. That, yeah, that's hate Trump University at UT. But the over at A and M, oh man, yeah, no, that's I don't think so. Or not resonate oh, with a lot of folks. I would wow. think. Wow, you know? so. that's why I'm saying it's probably going to cost them some support. And you know, it's it's doing the same. Sports Media Watch came out with a new report overnight that the ratings for the NBA and the MLB are in a toilet. And I don't mean just a little bit, Sean. I don't mean just off. I mean in the toilet. Nobody's watching the NBA. Nobody's watching Major League Baseball right now because nope. of the whole woke, woke thing. And they're doing it to themselves, and they're doing it to the universities as well. Yeah. I, I wouldn't no more send my child or my grandchild to a four-year university uh, around here or a public university this way than I can fly to the moon. I just wouldn't do it. No way. It's always a bit of a dicey venture. I mean, I'm I'm kind of glad that my kid goes to a she goes to a very small college, a relatively small college. Which, That's what I would do. You know, when they're smaller colleges, the, you tend to know all the professors and the staff. And That's it's right. Kind of a different yeah, dynamic more than when you're at one of these larger universities, where yeah, if you have the wrong set of opinions, you've got a target on your back, man. I mean, I, honestly, it's, it's it's not that I wouldn't want my kid going to a major university. Because of the indoctrination, because I hopefully she, you know, she can roll with that, but it's actually dangerous. I mean, they do target folks, of course, they uh, do. kids on these campuses who who are not uh, of of that uh, group think, and they try to make their lives miserable. You know, a kid gets a target on their back at the, at a camp, at a campus, and chances are they're going to have to leave that campus at some point because it'll get too bad. Mm. It, it's horrible the way they treat each other. It's just horrible. Really bad. Bad. All right. So uh, another news break. When we come back on the other side, more from number two, as the DNC did number two last night. We'll talk to you about that coming up. Meanwhile, Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and AC, when you call Quarter Moon, they roll the truck your direction to take care of the situation, whatever the situation is for you. And if it's a bad AC system, if it's one that is just on its last legs, or maybe it's just got a little tiny thing wrong, capacitor or something like that, they can fix that in a hurry for you and get you cool again. With Quarter Moon, they do it all the time. And here's the beauty of Quarter Moon. They're always there, 24 Seven, so they can respond to you quickly. And for about $72 a month, if you need a new unit, they can get you the top name brands with the longest warranties and the best guys to work on your system that are anywhere right here at Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and AC. Plumbing problems, not something you ever think is going to happen until it does. And then you go, wow, what do I do now? Well, you call Quarter Moon. One call does it all when you call Quarter Moon. Call the good guys, Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and AC. 210-651-8747. News is happening fast. Stay connected with News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. If you want a president who defines the job of spending hours a day watching TV and zapping people on social media, he's your man. Denying, distracting, and demeaning works great if you're trying to entertain or inflame. But in a real crisis, it collapses like a house of cards. 
What is he talking about? He was the one that was having an intern take care of business in the Oval Office. 22-year-old girl that he yeah. preyed upon in the Oval Office. What is what? Who is he? He, you know, he he said the Oval Office under Trump was a center for chaos. Under uh, him, it it was a pay by our motel room. It was a cheap so, motel. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't want to hear worse him than talk Motel about, Six. Yeah, it, it's it's you know it it almost felt like they had to give him a segment. So here's the Bill Clinton segment. Please get it over with as quickly as possible. Well, tonight you know, we get to hear from his wife. What's that? what's that? Tonight we get to hear from his wife. Oh, oh God, that's right. Oh, yeah, double whammy. No, I I don't want to hear him talking about the the dignity of the office in any way, shape, or form. You know, he turned it into the basically he basically turned the Oval Office into the grotto from the from the Playboy Mansion. You know, <laughs> and uh, uh, talking about how Trump has downgraded it. He, he, you know, I don't want to hear it. But yeah, tonight's uh, tonight's Hillary night. Tonight's Barack night. Nancy Pelosi, Nancy Liz Pelosi Warren. Knight. Liz Warren. Is she going to do it? She spoke to the uh, to the Native American caucus last night. Oh, so ah. Ah. <laughs> sitting bull, uh, you know, bull bull crap. Uh, so right, you know, right. you you really have to know that this is the party. It's not the party of Joe Biden. Joe Biden's not even sure where he is. It's not It's not his party. If you saw him last night when they announced him as the nominee, he was sitting in a library, a school library. And he kind of looks around like, what's going on? What's 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 happening? And somebody kind of snaps their fingers and says, Joe, over here. Joe! Joe! Hey! Hey, Joe, yeah, there you are. He, over here, buddy. He Look over here. He doesn't even know where he is. Yeah, he doesn't even uh-uh. know where he is. This isn't his he didn't, party. He doesn't even know when he became vice president. Do you want to hear that piece <laughs> I know, with, that's with Tom amazing. Hanks? Tom Hanks here? had the look on his face like, I can't act my way out of this. I have to just stay here and listen to this. Well, what's he going to do? You know, right. poor guy. You know, Well, I say poor guy. He put himself in that position, so I have no sympathy for Tom. He's a leftist, too. But, right. But, Chris, do you have that available? We can roll. This is Tom Hanks yesterday with Joe Biden. And Joe Biden's talking about when he uh, was nominated to become vice president in January of 2018. Okay. He was nominated to become vice president January 2018 Uh, while standing at the train station waiting for a black man named Barack Obama to come pick me up. uh, All right. Let's roll. Yeah. Yeah. Roll that fascinating audio. Can we do that? Oh, okay. Apparently not. Well, anyway, that's it. Well, it, it is you painful to watch. It is painful to watch because, it, it, and you're right, Tom Hanks is, you know, damn near a communist himself. I mean, he's right up there with, mm-hmm. uh, he's a very leftist guy. And watching Tom Hanks just kind of squirm because <laughs> Joe Biden is rambling. And when he gets to the part about the black guy picking him up named Barack Obama, yeah. you know, it, uh, it, Hanks just looked like, oh, man, I wish I was doing Toy Story 8 or anything but this. I wish I was just yeah. not here. What I, he can't say anything. He can't give any reaction. He's supporting Toy the Story guy. 12. Yes, anything. I'd rather be hanging out with Tim Allen than this guy right now. But he can't, he can't say anything. He can't give any reaction. Yeah. And you felt right. for him because you know he couldn't give any reaction. He That's can't hilarious. try to interrupt the president and correct him because no. then the, pre- the vice president looks like a dumbass. Vice president. Yeah. He, he can't. Right. Uh, he can't. You, you know, got to sit there and nod. He's got to sit there and not give any reaction because any reaction he gives is going to make it look negative. Yeah. You, That's you know, hilarious. It's like welcome to your world, Tom. <laughs> right. Right. 
So, um, a couple of weeks ago, uh, we were, well, actually months ago, we were talking about this kid, this boy, whose mama is a pediatrician, and she's a whack, whack bird, man. His name is James. He's a boy. He wants to be a boy. He doesn't want to be a girl. But apparently, mama's hung up because she didn't get a girl. So, whenever she, he stays with mama, they, it's a split parenting right. thing because the parents are divorced. Mama calls him Luna, makes him dress as a girl, puts makeup and a dress on him. And he's like, when he goes home to daddy, he's like, uh, no, I want to be a boy. And he does boy stuff. So mom and dad have been fighting over this in the courts. The courts came back originally and said, stop it, knock it off. You know, it's he's a boy joint, and let him live gave, as a right. boy. And they gave him joint uh, par- you know, parenting yeah. so that the father yeah. could say, like, he's a boy. He's a boy. He's not going to be treated right. like a little Right, girl. exactly. So then the appellate court comes along. The appellate judge, actually not even a court, just a judge, Mary Brown of Dallas County, now says, no, 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 that October ruling of another judge uh, says, no, uh, the the mama can dress him as a girl and call him Luna and turn him into a girl with drugs, you know, give him the, and uh, turn him into a girl. Yeah. And And he doesn't want to be a girl. He doesn't want to be a girl. And now his school that he goes to when he was with her has said they're going to acknowledge him as a girl. So when he's at the school, right, the school's going to call him Luna and all this and support the mom. You know, it's sick. This is sick. This is sickness. What she's doing to this kid. He's also got a twin brother. He's he's one of, you know, two twins. And uh, even his little brother says he doesn't want to be a little girl. He's not a little girl. You know, I, 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 this is an ego trip for mom. And, and I, I, unfortunately, I think there are parents in this world. Cause you're, you're, when your kid is a certain age, they have no idea. They can't be transgendered when they're, when they're at a certain age, when they're still little kids. They haven't even figured out their own, they have no idea what sexuality is at that point or what gender stuff is. You know, and, and I, and, and, and forcing a kid because it makes you feel special about yourself to live as the opposite gender. I think it's child abuse myself. Well, and that's what the mom is doing. The school has just made it far worse. Yeah. They have got, the school is inserting themselves into a situation that they have no business. I'll tell you what, man. Public education in this country is horrible. Absolutely. <laughs> it, is. <laughs> it is. They have no business in this. None. That is a boy. He is a boy. He was born a boy. And you know what? You can put hormone blockers and you can remove body parts. He's going to be a boy until the day he dies. And this mama's screwing him up. Screwing him up. And the school's helping her do it. And and there's a lot of, you can do research. We've talked about it before that uh, you you see a lot of these folks who, who go into transition when they're young. You know, in their teens or, or early 20s. And then by the time they start hitting 30 and they realize this isn't me, I'm actually what I was. And they've done a irreversible damage to their bodies that you yeah, can't un- can't certain things, back. man, you can't undo. Nope. <laughs> and they're, it's That's too late. So yep. the fact that they're, like, they're doing this to a kid, a little kid, is absurd. I mean, your parents should be the first people who are concerned about your health more than anything else. And uh, and and this, yeah, this is an ego trip for mom, and it's screwing the kid up. Absolutely, school needs to stay out of it. Traffic, yep. AccuWeather coming up together next.